You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. If this is your first time tuning in, do yourself a favor and go binge listen to all of my previous episodes. There's some good content on here. Also, please don't judge how far I've come from my very first episode six months ago. I've switched mics and started the incorporation of background music, so everything seems to be coming together nicely until life happens, right? And I screw up and don't stick to a real deal publishing schedule for you. I'm busy AF. AF, AF. I might even need to say it again, like, I'm busy for real. (laughs) And I'm probably most likely, yeah, for sure, trying to do way too much at once, but honestly, that's just how I roll. How much can I actually do without letting everything else fall apart? Well, stick around and you'll just have to find out. So this past weekend was cuckoo nutso. I worked late Friday night, then got up and drove for a funeral the next day. Oh yeah, I drive for a luxury bus company. If this is your first time tuning in, it's more of like a transportation service and sometimes I get to drive for parties, but other times it's dinner outings, family gatherings, kids events, and then the dreaded funerals. I know I've talked about driving for funerals before in another episode and how difficult it can be for me because I'm really quite the sap. However, I'm getting much better at managing my emotions these days, so it hasn't been as difficult as it was the first time around. This weekend was the third one that I've done since I started working for them back in the fall, and I almost made it through without crying. However, I also never mind paying a little bit of respect to whoever has passed away. Also, last weekend, I drove for one as well. Well, I guess two weekends ago, I drove for one and I shed one singular tear. I was so proud of myself, but it was all because a third party bystander that was driving beside us said her prayers when she was driving by and blessed up the good old Lord. And I was touched to see that people still have hearts. So of course, I got emotional. Most of the time, it's just people watching, staring, taking pictures when they see four, five blacked out Mercedes spinner vans driving down the street. And then the icing on the cake is when the procession is being led by a horse and buggy. Honestly, I've been coping so much better because my faith just keeps getting stronger and stronger. I can cry, that's fine. But at the end of the day, that funeral shouldn't be so sad. It should be seen as a celebration that another soul has made it home to be with the one who cares about us the most. There's no more suffering down here in this nasty, wild place that we live in. And we must be grateful for the time that we did get to spend with that beloved person here on earth. I remember when I had to deal with my first close and personal death. My first real job was working at a shoe store. Midwest folks know it as Shoe Carnival. Anywho, my boss, our store general manager, had passed away overnight from a heart attack. John McLean. He left behind his wife and his younger daughter. He was only in his 30s and I had worked with him that evening right before he had passed. The next morning when my best friend had called me to tell me what had happened, I was besides myself. I'm pretty sure I was screaming like a banshee and mire and falling to the floor, the whole deal, you know? And then I went to my best friend's house to grieve with her. And when I got there, her dad, military sergeant man, answers the door. He looks at me with this twisted up face and damn near disgusted look like what the f is wrong with you your skin is about to melt off your face you've been crying so much and i'm like well yeah duh 
our boss just passed away. And he tells me crying for people who have passed away is one of the most selfish things that one can do. Me, the emotional, big-hearted person that I am, could have just threw up on him at that very moment. I didn't understand how someone could be so heartless. But now I get it. God brought him home that evening, maybe too soon, maybe too late. I don't know, but that's not up to us to decide. The part that hurts me the most is trying to understand what or how his family was feeling at that time. His wife and his daughter had to move on and grow from that. And the only thing I could hope and pray for is that they also turn to the Lord for guidance, comfort, and strength. As long as they did, I knew that they would be just fine. So that is what I remember when I feel myself about to lose control at a funeral or learning about someone's death. I promise it's helped me greatly. People don't talk about death a lot in our society either. It's like in the same category as sex, domestic violence, relationships, same-sex marriage, and whatever else you want to throw in that category that makes people uncomfortable. So I luckily know how to share my feelings with my loved ones and close friends. So when I do, or when I did most recently, back in the fall, my grandmother sent me a few reminders from the watchtower to my Christian and any other religion that you follow, this is where Jehovah's Witnesses interpret his word. And the brochure highlighted 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4, Hebrews 2, 15, and John 5, 28 and 29. Other scripture that was included was John 11, 39 through 44, and Job 14, 14 and 15. Now, of course, if you know me and how my brain works, I've already looked up all these teachings in my NIV Bible just to make sure they somewhat correlate the same teachings before sharing with you. You're like, hold up this girl was just swearing and now she's talking about Jehovah's Witnesses which she's actually Christian just go listen to my episode about my faith and you'll understand better but I'm telling you right now that if you are skeptical about anything in your life or you're confused or struggling or in pain it's likely because you're just missing faith or maybe you just need a little more of it I'm not sure because I'm not you but I know that that's what I've learned in my experience so anyways, here I am ranting on again because that's what I just love to do. But really, I'm able to drive that big ass bus happily to support those families in their time of grief because I have faith. Yesterday, I picked up a toy spider when I was cleaning my garage and I was joking to myself in my head like, dang, I bet people who don't believe in God would be like, I bet he can't turn this into a real spider right now. And me just even thinking that people could doubt that, I like went running to the trash can to throw that sucker away because I'm not about to play with him. That toy spider was the size of my freaking hand. It was like real deal tarantula status. No thank you, I don't want any parts. That's the kind of faith that I have. Of course, I'd rather be hiding a drunk girl behind my trench coat while she pees outside at a gas station, even though I tried to convince her that the bathroom is just like right there inside and not to do it because there's people out here they could see. But sometimes God puts you in certain positions like that so you can be grateful for other ones that come your way. So with all that going on this weekend, I also had an interview lined up after those two long ass days of work and also I had to do an impromptu photo shoot for a friend. I didn't have to, but I wanted to help them out. And then I also drove three hours to visit one of my homegirls who was having a baby shower. She's expecting next month. Our daughters are gonna be two years apart. I'm super excited for her. Here comes a malfunction in technology where I couldn't regain access to my podcast interview material that I had prepared. I was so mad at myself, even though I knew there was nothing I could do. Luckily, my guest is a boss-ass mama who is super understanding and down-to-earth and extremely dope. We were able to work around it, but still, I was very disappointed. Life happens and here comes more. My daughter comes home from her dad's house this weekend because I had a lot going on, so I didn't really see her much. 
and she has a rash on her hands. I send in pictures to the doctor and the nurse calls me and we find out that she has hand, foot, and mouth disease. And it's just like a virus, kind of similar to chicken pox, but it's very contagious. So her and I are both on lockdown for a week. I'm all stuffy because I'm probably fighting it off. I don't have a rash yet, hopefully I don't get it. But she hasn't been sleeping and I, Mama Bear, Jack of all trades, has now become her designated hand and foot masseuse for the last 72 hours. Oh, and then I shattered my phone yesterday while trying to do all that stuff in my garage because the weather's finally broken in Michigan and it's a freaking pig style in there and I really can't stand clutter. Oh yeah, and then on top of everything else, it's that time of the month for me. So please forgive me for not publishing on time, but you gotta understand, you gotta hang in there, girlfriend, because we're all struggling together, but he has a plan and I trust him to keep me going through it all. Oh yeah, and then my ex just tried to bribe me with a 13-year-old 15-inch flat screen TV to try and get me to hang out with him. So I officially had to get our Family Wizard app set up to track our conversations and everything else because I don't think he really understands that I'm trying to move on and he does not control me anymore by the way if you don't know what our family wizard is I highly recommend checking them out it's supposed to help people who are having a hard time co-parenting with a significant other that is not on the same page as you I wanted to say something mean but I stopped myself the program offers a free waiver that can help you get your first year subscription without cost. So if that's something that you might be interested in, definitely would check them out. They're available online and then you can go and download an app. So hopefully he gets on board with that so I don't have to keep worrying about him trying to control me. But anyways, I hope you're in a place where you are safe and at the very least in a safe place mentally. I know some of you might actually be counting on me to continue sharing my story so you know that you're not alone. So even if I don't want to do it or I think that it might not be relevant, I'm just going to keep doing it anyway because you are worth it. Your children are worth it. You have to keep going too. So stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself.